0: Hey, welcome to another (laughs) exciting edition of The Fueling Station. I'm your
1: host, Ed Kammer, along with my co-host, my good friend, Jonathan Stong. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us again. We're loving this. Retail fueling, the petroleum
0: guys. So the the podcast talks about all the exciting things that happens in the world of retail fueling. So if you've been following us, you know that uh, we did an episode live from our manufacturing floor in Smithfield, North Carolina. And we had such a great response. People loved the fact that we were there, right on the floor, talking about manufacturing processes. We thought we would come back to the shop floor and talk about some of the one of the other exciting uh, processes that OPW does here in Smithfield, and that is pipe extrusion. So everybody knows OPW is famous for their nozzles, but guess what? We're also a pretty famous pipe manufacturer <laughs> as well. We've been doing it since. 1997 when we first launched uh, our Pisces, our first pipe line, And um, so we're here standing right next to the extrusion, the extrusion head. I'm looking at these seven beautiful Davis Standard extrusion heads where all the magic happens here on the shop Gorgeous. floor in Smithfield. Um, I'm looking at a beautiful blue inch and a half pipe coming off the extruder. Um, actually, when it first comes out of the extrusion heads, it's actually kind of a clear whitish material. Then it goes through a cooling bath. And then once it's cooled, it goes to the next set of extrusion heads where they actually put the, the secondary jacket on top of it as it comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's rolled up on the spool. Um, a beautiful roll of, of inch and a half pipe on a thousand foot spool. Uh, but again, so we want to come back to the shop floor, talk about these processes. And um, so, yeah, so today we want to talk about piping. Um, it's a, been a, a great product for OPW. Um, we're really good at it. And a lot of people buy a lot of it. I think last month alone, we extruded over 200,000 feet of pipe, you know, here in this facility. So, Dalton, let's talk about, you know, the construction of a flex pipe and, you know, maybe the the processes that there are, um, some of the materials that are used, and, uh, you know, what What separates maybe OPW from the other guys? But before we do that, let's just talk about extrusion in general. You know, this is where you came from. Yeah. Um, you know, you worked for the company that inhabited this building before we acquired it in 2006, Environ. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, you've really cut your teeth in the world of petroleum fueling with pipe extrusion. And I can't think of anybody better to talk that. about, you know, how many conversations have you and I
1: had you know, in front of people giving presentations. (laughs) Well, that's right. And and that's something that's been consistent within the OPW family as as the main uh, aspect of the OPW pipe work has been to get that low zero-permeation rating. And we do that by the use of a PVDF uh, that you know called Kynar. And Kynar is a a sparse or a rock. It's a fluorite, so it's incredibly dense. Um, And this material, when processed by our partners, gives us the ability to extrude pellets. So that barrier resin that's on the inside of that pipe that's molecularly bonded to the structural polyethylene of the primary pipe helps give us that low permeation rate. It also gives us that wonderful hoop strength, and tensile strength for the piping. It uh, it gives us that quote unquote flexibility we need to maintain connection of all the pipe fittings inside of containment chambers. Also gives us the ability to produce this pipe in sticks, reels, or in boxes so we can get to the job and be managed by the contractor as they need it, a true seamless pipe, a truly bonded pipe, and uh, it's yeah. something that you and I definitely are passionate about for so many years since we started. Yeah, I mean, Jonathan, and
0: you and I have been working together now for what? Uh, what's 2006 to here? Oh my God, uh, a lot. 16 years. <laughs> yeah, 16, 16 years, years. You know, selling pipe, going around the world selling pipe, absolutely, and, and, and praising, you know, praising the glorious uh, Flexworks Kynar pipe um and you know you hit on it so you know as we look here I'm, I'm looking at these hoppers and uh again i know it's a podcast so we'll try and describe it as visually as we can but yep. there's uh, there's big hoppers of these small pellets you know these grains of plastics um there's kynar there's polyethylene there's nylon there's barrier layers and you know right. you see these tubes that, that suck it up out of these out of these hoppers and it goes in the extrusion head it's basically melted and a big screw kind of turns this stuff out and onto a mandrel and it actually extrudes the pipe as it yep. comes out but I think, you know, there's other ways that you can you can
1: make pipe, correct? Right? Yeah, there are there. There are forming ways with stainless steel, uh, using bolsters, or there's like a mandrel wrap. And that's more uh, prevalent in this industry for fiberglass, where you're making a fiberglass pipe, your mandrel wrapping as the pipe is going down a line, as a wrap that pulls all the way around that gives them that consistency of the pipe work. But that's not what we do. Like you're saying, and we use pellets uh, versus strands and fibers, and we're able to extrude this pipe consistently really to any link that we need as long as it's manageable by the individuals on the other side uh, you know right. with the schools.
0: Now when comparing our pipe to other flex pipe
1: manufacturers you know one thing that really
0: separates us and the things that we've talked about since day one when OPW launched a flex pipe is the bonding of those layers That's right. you know each of those materials so let's okay. talk about a little bit you know how important is that bonded layer versus extruding a, a pipe with just a layer over top of a layer over top of a layer with, without those layers actually coming together or, or bonding. So sure. Let's talk about a bonded layer.
1: You know, a bonded pipe is gonna be more structurally sound. You heard me say about hoop strength and tensile strength. Those are just uh, standards for test to, to find the, the the strength of a product, tensile being linear and hoop being crush resistivity. So with a bonded pipe, you're gonna have much more uh, a higher burst pressure, pressure too. You know, you're gonna have a homogeneous pipe that the pipe, as it's installed, functions as one consistent pipe. If you look at some of our competitors, they have multiple layers within their pipe of multiple materials. So those materials actually can move and shift underground during the life expectancy of the station. Where ours, after day one, you know, and year 10 is gonna be consistent. There's a potential for, for non-bonded pipe to have movement and causing stress on joints fittings within the system. again a bonded pipe is just more structurally sound it's going to also help minimize the amount of permeation or what's also called diffusion within the pipe see guys i told you jonathan if you want to talk about pipe extrusion he's
0: the guy to talk to um so you know kynar kynar has been the secret of opw pipe not a secret because we tell everybody that we use it. absolutely but it's really what kind of separated us and you know the, the years that we've been doing this, the 25 years that OPW's been making a flex pipe, a lot of other companies have fallen along on. the wayside, along the way, because they use material other than pinar. Right. You know, the benefit of pinear. pinar, you know, you touched on it, it's, it's one of the most dense plastic. It's almost, in, you know, from a permeation standpoint, it's great, you know, and we use it throughout the pipe. Not only the liner of the pipe, but, you know, other areas of the pipe and outside the pipe. Because you and I both know, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in the petroleum industry, not everything... You know, certainly the inside of the pipe will see product, but not every sump is maintained and sometimes
1: those sumps can can keep product in them over long periods of time. Absolutely. So the outside of that pipe sees product as well. Sure. And even down the ground. I mean, respectfully, we'd like to think every station is a virgin station, but the truth of the matter is, they're not. And sometimes you go back into stations where, yes, you want clean backfill, uh, you want to tamp properly, but there might be some bloom left in that ground from a previous station. We don't know. So we just want to protect that pipe. So, again, external attack and internal attack, you're connected on all all services with an OPW uh, FlexWorks pipe, absolutely. And
0: it all comes down to this
1: extruder. Extruding that Kynar in
0: the liner, That's and extruding right. that, that Kynar on other layers of the pipe and on the outside of the pipe. Uh, you know, the other great thing about Kynar is our pipe You know, can be used in almost every application in our industry. It can be used with diesel, it can be used with any any blend of ethanol, That's right. from E5 to E85 to E100, biodiesel, yeah. B20, B100, and you just hit it, DEF. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of people know our pipe is completely
1: compatible with DEF. Absolutely. You know, uh, I-, I think it's important. It's the versatility. You know, we design a pipe to meet and exceed the expectations of today, but ultimately what we think is going to happen you know, in the future. You know, since we are a manufacturer, we have the ability to produce— not only different sizes of pipe, but formulations approved by third parties that we can manage these situations around the world that you necessarily couldn't predict these global pandemics, situations for supply. I think what OPW has done a good job in is that's exercising our third party approvals and pipe work is one of those where we have the most extensive amount of approvals. Right, I mean, we're, we are for product, for vent, for vapor. Yep, it's- for suction, for pressure, for delivery
0: uh for all different applications oh, i'm looking at a bunch of different sizes here you know we extruded in three quarter inch one inch inch and a half two inch and all the way up to three inch that's right which you know last year we rolled out our high flow uh loop system where you know you put a three inch flex pipe at a truck stop and guess what you know you, you get all the flow that you need and all the advantages of a flex pipe that can be installed inside a chase pipe that gives you the retractability because what do we always talk about replaceability retractability maintainability inspectability all of that up above
1: grade, without ever having to cut concrete. That's right. This system, the pipe work, everything that goes into it has evolved exponentially. But you know, one constant, one constant has been Kynar. Yep. One constant has been Kynar because when you find something that works, you stick with it. Now things evolve, uh, and 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 uh, recipes may change or regulation changes. But this constant, you know, they say trust the science with a lot of things. This is a science this extrusion is a science and opw respectfully has perfected it for this industry
0: hey not only do you trust the science but you trust the process, trust the process. and looking at this extrusion equipment that go. we have we have got a heck of a process that's been trusted for a long period of time we've been doing this a long time
1: you know you've been here when uh, other manufacturers have come in to try to work with us to try to fight for our business and they're like how are you guys doing this it's amazing to watch it because you know If you don't know what you're looking at, it can be confusing. But when you're dialed in and you realize that, again, to use that science, when you see it, it makes perfect sense. And there's no other material, no other pipe in the world that I'd want to use. I mean, you guys have made fun of me for years. I say our pipe is like a linear tank because once it's inoculated with fuel, it's got pipe in it for fuel in it 24 hours a day. So it's sitting there like an underground tank. We need it to be robust. So I think that's where we're gonna wrap it up. Again, thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed. Another edition of the, the fueling station
0: with uh, Johnny and Ed, your petroleum guy.